0: Have you ever been drinking coffee and you take a sip of it and it's so hot that it feels like you should be drinking soup or eating something really spicy? Or like a... It should almost taste like pizza. That's how hot it is. That's what just happened to me just now. Or just then. Just then, that's what happened to me. It was so hot That was one of the first hottest, probably the hottest, sip I've ever taken of coffee, to where it tricked my brain into thinking that it was a hot meal, or a slice of pizza, or something spicy. I was expecting like residual burn from like a jalapeno. That's how spicy it was, or that's how steaming hot it was. Now my tongue is burned, I can feel it kicking in already. my tongue is going to be peeling before long before i know it but this is an interesting coffee i was mentioning the other day how um maybe i didn't but maybe i did i probably did where i had black coffee for like the first time in an appealing way before like before like the last time that I even tried uh, just regular black coffee was um, before I realized that you could add milk and sugar or cream and sugar to it. And I was like, well, yep, that cream and sugar, why why would you do anything else different? But I, I had it for the first, like after I, you know, prepared the coffee and before I put uh, cream and sugar in it the other day, I took a couple sips of it, just plain, and it tasted pretty good. It's just hot water with a little bit of a bitter flavor to it, and it's not bad at all. I did that again while I was preparing it uh, today, and I might just have, you know, a, a black coffee one of these days. Pretty soon, sooner than I think, before I know it, and I think the time is uh fastly approaching because I didn't have as much. Cr- I ran out of cream. There was no coffee creamer. There was like a little bit. There was a few shakes of a lamb's tail of coffee creamer. So I have like a f- a fourth, maybe like half of the amount of coffee creamer that I would usually use. Still had sugar though. So it's still sweet but it has more of a bite to it, if that makes sense. That's usually what the creamer does, it usually cuts the cuts the bitterness, makes it more smooth, and then the sweetness just adds sweetness to it. Of the uh, sugar, that is. But I think I'm going to try black coffee pretty soon. I might try that tomorrow. Or the next day. Or even on a Monday. I'll probably try that on a Monday. Since it's Big Friday. You know, it's super TGIF. You know, it's uh, warranted to you know get a little crazy with your coffee this morning. Because the weekend's almost here. Cream and sugar. But uh Monday, I will try... A regular black coffee and see if that boosts my mental metabolism, my energy efficiency, and levels, and cortisol levels, whatever cortisol is. What the hell is cortisol? Is that like cholesterol? I know for a fact it's not. I think cortisol is... kind of like uh, it's in your immune system or something helps you deal with stressful situations something gross that uh, recently happened as well I like to chug water and that's the grossest thing that I know and I I didn't know I I I don't know what goes on in retail markets. I don't know if it was a defective thing or whatever. But I'm chugging my bottle of water like I do every morning just to just to catch up on hydration. Cuz I mean if you're asleep for you know, 6 to 8 to 9 to 10 to 12 to 18 hours a day, uh, you're going to be lacking some, uh, some hydration. So you might as well chug a bottle of water every time you wake up in the morning or in the evening or in the afternoon. Whenever you wake up, you should chug a bottle of water. It's healthy. And you aren't dehydrated or as dehydrated. You'll actually be more motivated within like the first 10 minutes of chugging the water because your body feels more loose and limber. When you wake up and you're groggy and tired, your body and your skin and your face is usually like all tight, tight like a tiger. When you uh, drink a bottle of water, you hydrate yourself and you kind of loosen up, kind of loosen up everything. Kind of grease up the gears, lube it up with some H2O, some nice aqua. Not aquafina, just agua h2o but I'm chugging this bottle of water that I had the same brand as I I've gotten last time but I started to smell something I, I was smelling something and I was like is there something in this room is it my is it my hoodie my hoodies you know my hoodie's like I don't know. Maybe not the cleanest hoodie right now, but it can't be my hoodie. And I start. I start chugging the water again, and I smell it again. And I swear, like I, I start gagging. And I'm like, what the hell is that smell? I smell. And then I smell the look at the bottle, and I smell the bottle, and it smells like straight up baby powder. V- like baby powder vomit. Like if baby powder. ...and vomit were mixed together. That's the scent that was emitting off of this bottle of water. I nearly had to plug my nose while chugging. I was still gonna chug the bottle, like... ...got all this water. I don't know if it was just a... ...freak coincidence that this particular bottle of water... ...smelled like that, but I'm guessing all of the... ...bottles smell like that. I would assume. I think they do. I have an empty bottle right here from the same package of water. And there's a there's a faint aroma of that of that smell. So I don't know what they were doing when they were unloading these waters if they had them near the baby powder, if they were brushing up against some other items that were in stock, but it's going to be a tough it's going to be tough to get through this uh package of water. That's all I'm saying. Smells like baby powder mixed with throw-up, and I I don't know if I care for that. I really don't care for that. I really don't like the smell of baby powder as it is. It really doesn't smell good. It smells starchy, which is the point, but I, I, I don't I don't care for it. And I will continue to not care for it. Probably for the remainder of my days. Unless I have to use it. And then I'll just... I'll just force my way through it. invented baby powder? Like, where did it first, like, originate? You know, was it... Who came up with the idea for baby powder? And what was before baby powder? Chalk? Like, uh, like, powdered chalk? It's for, uh, you know, like, it's good for, like, sweat, I suppose. Like, Good for, I guess it's good for many things. Like if you have like, a, I don't know, like itchy, red, sweaty armpits, I guess. And you don't use deodorant, you use baby powder, I guess, or like foot powder. But then there's there's foot powder. There's specific powder for the foot. I guess baby powder is good for many things. It's good for, uh, yeah, I guess that it, 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 it's sort of the purpose is for, like, itchy, stingy, sweaty orifices. But the real question is, who first invented it? Who invented it? I guess I will, uh, ag- acknowledge that, um, I, I am sort of a teacher, I am the host of this podcast, so it is my job to inform the audience of the, of the, uh, you know, the the question that we have in mind, who invented baby powder. When was it invented? Why was it invented? Well, obviously it's a Johnson & Johnson, uh... Product, so keep that in mind. Johnson and Johnson's been around for um for quite a while. There was a pretty popular commercial. I think it was in the 80s or 90s. You're not gonna believe this. Even if I tell, even if I tell you, I'd have to find the actual commercial and play it. Um, and don't take it out of context. It's just what they said on the commercial. Okay. but all this commercial it was just a stereotypical generic Johnson and Johnson commercial i think they were promoting band-aids or something it was just Johnson and Johnson and uh it was like had like a it had a jingle in the background and there was like a it's like b-roll stock footage of you know families old people nursing homes funerals uh, people dogs playing in the pond Family on a boat, and uh, the the jingle was going on, you know, like, Johnson and Johnson, love your kids and your Johnson, and uh, that threw me for a loop, because there's a commercial where the lyrics for Johnson and Johnson is, love your kids and your Johnson. I wish I was making that up. That's, that's brilliant lyricism. But baby powder is a Johnson & Johnson product. It was introduced in 1894. It's crushed talk. You know, the mineral can be found with asbestos in the earth, raising concern talk products are contaminated with toxic asbestos. So. If you were using baby powder in 1894, there's a good chance that you developed mesothelioma in your lifetime because it contained asbestos initially. So, uh, you know, I I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't use baby powder in, in the 1800s or the early 1900s. for the reason that it contained asbestos I kind of want to find that video What do I search What do I search for that commercial Johnson and Johnson love your kids and your Johnson There's no way, there's no way, that's, that's... What if I just type funny commercial? Funny commercial, haha, <laughs> make me, funny, funny commercial. Make me, make me laugh. Make me squee, make me scream. I'm gonna scream. Funny, funny, commercial, commercial. Here we go, boating. They were on a boat, I do remember this. Well, let's play this. Let's see if this uh, let's see if this ad holds up. You've got your sunrise, you caught a prize, you your mate and your Johnson. Party nights, summer whites, you your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails, you, your kids and your Johnson. Saturday nights, distant lights, you your girl and your Johnson. Are you kidding me? You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. Did you think I was fibbing? That was better than how I remembered it. I forgot. Your girlfriend and your Johnson. You, your girl, and your Johnson. You can't make this up. It was like in the 80s. Had that look of the 80s. What a commercial. I enjoy it. They need to bring it back, honestly. I love my Johnson products. But uh yeah, let's uh let's all let's all just take out our favorite Johnson product right now and just have a Johnson appreciation moment. I still have my little... I got my little Johnson baby powder. Little bottle. Appreciating it. Thank you, Johnson and Johnson products. Johnson and Johnson products. I don't think there's... I don't think that there's... Not a single moment that goes by that I'm not appreciating my Johnson products. I mean, it's just like clockwork, honestly. Every few minutes, I show my appreciation for my Johnson products. Uh, Baby powder, not mutually exclusive. But especially when I'm with my girlfriend, I, I out loud, audibly, thank my Johnson products. And I let her know. That I appreciate the Johnson product. And I hope she appreciates it too. I don't coerce her into saying she enjoys the Johnson product as well. It's sort of implied that she enjoys the Johnson product baby powder, and, you know, vaccines, and medicine, and band aids, and other Johnson products. Because it's just a you know, a down-to-earth, family-owned business. Since the 1800s. Since the late 19th century. I mean, we, everybody had to get over the fact that they used asbestos in their products. But we didn't know at the time. It was just a good insulator. Asbestos was a great insulator. It insulated many buildings. And, you know, kept it warm... You know? Good insulator. And then we found out that it wasn't so good. It wasn't wasn't like the best anymore. It was um, actually toxic. But, you know, we got over it. Some of us are still trying to get over it. They can't get over it because they're afflicted by it for the rest of their life. But when they get over it, I think they'll conclude that asbestos, though toxic, it was a pretty good find for insulation and baby powder and other asbestos products. Whenever I first heard about asbestos, I always thought it had like the consistency of stale popcorn. I always had the mental image of stale popcorn whenever I thought, about asbestos or if I ever heard even the word asbestos. It just seems like stale popcorn is a good representation of what asbestos is. It might not be, but that's what I think of. Asbestos. But I mean honestly, who wants stale popcorn? Maybe that's how I knew that it was it wasn't so good stale popcorn who wants stale popcorn asbestos that's for the birds just like stale popcorn you know turns out to be a little bit worse than stale popcorn but yeah you know, equal honestly sometimes i'd rather eat asbestos than stale popcorn if i ever get my hands on some stale popcorn Why is it that popcorn is so fluffy whenever it's popped? It has the consistency of condensed cotton. Or it looks like cotton. But it's got like a... It's, it becomes fibrous. You know? And I just don't understand. Maybe because it's hydrated and it pops and it, There's some science behind it, but the chemical structure of it just doesn't It really doesn't make sense. It goes from being a... a, a, Like a little kernel. To cauliflower. Just because you add a little heat and a little bit of oil. Who's the mastermind? Behind that? Orville Redenbacher? Perhaps. Perhaps. I'll keep my nose to the grindstone and do some scientific research on the chemical structure of popcorn and corn kettles. And I'll get back to you with a full research paper of my findings and similarities between popcorn, asbestos, and other insulations that are out there. Modern-day insulations remind me of cotton candy. That's pretty much it asbestos reminds me of stale popcorn and modern insulations remind me of cotton candy I like cotton candy so modern insulations are probably here to stay and they're pretty good I've never had stale cotton candy but I, I I'd imagine it, it's not as bad as stale popcorn or asbestos or both I would hate to have a bowl of popcorn sprinkled with asbestos and the popcorn end up being stale so I'm eating stale popcorn with asbestos sprinkled on it. Excuse me, I'm about to throw up just thinking of the, th- the thought of it. Then again, it might be worth it. It might be worth eating asbestos popcorn because you could get a lot of money from getting a disease from asbestos popcorn mesothelioma you're telling me I have a way out and that's just eating asbestos for a little bit get a little sick from it develop a disease and I can get a few million dollars I'd, I'd I, 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 I wouldn't do it but I would consider doing it I would consider it I'd consider it there's no reason not to consider it. A few million dollars for, what, cancer? Um. Uh, how much is cancer treatment? Like, 400000 I mean, I could have a settlement of like $8 million for mesothelioma. All I'd have to say was that, you know, it, asbestos affected me in the following ways, and... You know, get, get a court settlement, and then $400,000 for cancer treatments. Like, that's not bad. That's not bad. Maybe get a lung transplant. Again, that's like what a million dollars. Probably not a million. Still, if I wanted to be a good, you know, good top surgeon, some good lungs, you know, million-dollar surgery, I still got like six million dollars. You know, it's a good. It's a pretty good way out. It's kind of an easy way out, actually. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure like cigarette filters had asbestos in it like back in the day. Maybe. It's possible. It's kind of like wood shavings, like like, uh, sawdust, you know. You can eat sawdust, actually. They put sawdust in granola bars. A percentage of sawdust can go in a granola bar and there be no difference in taste or texture. And they save on the amount of granola that they use for their granola bars by adding sawdust. That's a fact. That they add sawdust to granola bars to save on product. And you're not going to notice it. You're not going to taste it. They add... 10% 10% sawdust, 5 to 8% sawdust per granola bar spread out through an entire granola bar, you're not going to taste it. And they save on 5 to 8% of their product by not making it 100% granola. That's a fact. I'm pretty sure it's completely unnoticeable, untraceable. You could probably trace it. You could probably find traces of it if you did your research and like put it under a microscope and you knew what you were looking for, but you're not going to taste it. So you'd never know how much sawdust you're actually eating when you're eating a granola bar. But you're eating like a little bit. Because why wouldn't they add sawdust if they can save product? You know? It's just something to think about. The next time you're gorging on some Nature Valley or some uh, Quaker Oats granola bars, just think about the sawdust intake. It's filler. Just filler. It's filler food. Kind of like pink slime, in a way. You know, I haven't heard about pink slime in over 10 years, but I'm pretty sure they're still using it. Pink slime was, uh, or is, the uh, filler content for uh, your chicken nuggets, your chicken, your 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 chicken, your chicken nuggets. Most chicken nuggets, more more so of McDonald's chicken nuggets, McNuggets, were notorious for having pink slime, or it was groundbreaking that they used pink slime for. Their chicken nuggets, which isn't like a terrible thing, but it is kind of kind of gross. But then again, what are you gonna do? make homemade chicken nuggets? no way. nah, I'll just eat the pink slime with it with the pink slime it's it sounds sounds bad, but it tastes good. It's all right. I have the sauce to dip it in, and you know it's not that bad. Who knows? If they didn't make it with pink slime, it might have the that, that quintessential, iconic taste that a Chicken McNugget is known for. If you don't know about pink slime, it's the uh, Chicken Nugget Filler. And it they might have even used it in their burgers, maybe... Yeah, of course they use it for their beef. I'm pretty sure they used it for chicken nuggets, though. It's essentially Hold on, let's see. Let's see. Yes, of course, the McNuggets are made with pink slime. Essentially, pink slime... If you... Alright, listen. Okay. Sit down. If you're standing up, sit down. But if you're standing, you might want to keep standing. If you're sitting down, you might want to stand up. Because when you hear this information, you're either going to sit down or you're going to stand up. Or you're going to keep sitting or you're going to keep standing. If you don't like... Spam, or bologna, or other similar products, but you like chicken nuggets, you might want to rethink your opinion on Spam and baloney because pink slime, it's real food, it's real, But, uh, it is essentially Waste Not Want Not. Pink Slime is the mechanically processed and removal of trimmings of meat. So say, you know, you're you're eating some chicken, some delicious, delicious fried chicken, or uh, a bone-in ribeye, and you eat the entire ribeye and the entire chicken, but there's still just like a little bit of meat hanging off the bone. That little bit of meat gets mechanically separated from the bone and thrown into like a meat trimmings pile, and then it gets processed and... Uh, filtered and shredded and put through like a meat grinder and essentially that is the uh, that is the pink slime again it's 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 waste not want not they can say whatever they want to uh, to hide the term pink slime. But well, that's what it is. It's essentially hot dog meat that isn't made into a hot dog yet that is put into other particular meats to to fill it up, honestly. There there are things, there's there's reportings that well, it's not made from pink slime. Uh, actually, they don't use pink slime. Yeah, but they they use pink slime. If it's if they got all these meat trimmings, and they're processing it and they're putting it through grinders and blenders and making milkshakes out of it, and it comes back, it comes in a, a big tub that looks like hot dog meat before it's you know cased and put into hot, what makes a hot dog, and they use that hot dog meat to go into their ground beef or their ground chicken to just fill it up and get more out of it, then technically, yeah, they're using pink slime for their products. Even if they don't call it pink slime, well, it's... You can't really say, uh, you know, it's pink slime because it's got real... It's got real chick. we got real chicken and pork, and we got real beef, uh, ground beef. Yeah, but just because you you know, add a couple cups of uh, pink slime into your ground beef doesn't make it not the use of pink slime. Doesn't make it not pink slime. Injected meat. Which, honestly, I'd prefer over the uh, the Taco Bell method. Of course, if you don't know the Taco Bell method, they they have estrogen injected beef So they can have a higher yield in their beef products It's like I'd rather have a little bit of spam in My burger as opposed to high estrogen, which is immensely intensely infinitely more unhealthy for you than just you know mechanically processed pork and beef beef and pork beef trimmings but there are a lot of people a lot of people there's a lot of people there's a lot. There's a lot of companies that use pink slime, and they sell meat with pink slime, which is, again, it's it. It's not that bad. It's still, kind of bad that it's not whole, whole meat. You're you're not getting a hundred percent of the meat that is being claimed. But uh, it, it, you're not. It's not, it's not that unhealthy. If you like spam and you like bologna, it's not, it's not big, not that big of a deal. But if you don't, you're a hypocrite, because it's just these, it's just uh, processed trimmings, and put into the uh, the original stuff to make it. You're always eating a little bit of hot dog. Is what I'm saying. If you eat at these fast food places, which is kind of amazing that they don't sell hot dogs, like everywhere. Yeah, I, I guess Sonic is the the only place that openly sells pink slime in the form of, uh, of hot dogs, which is, you know, not, not terrible, because you know what you're getting, it's hot dog, it's hot dog meat, and it's a hot dog, usually with a little bit of chili on it, and a little bit of cheese, with a milkshake on the side. But if they're using these filler products, they should. If, Burger King should have hot dogs. McDonald's should have hot dogs. Hardy's Junior, Carl's Hardy's Carl's Carl Hardy Junior should have hot dogs. All these places should have hot dogs. If they're already, I feel like they would save money. They would make they would make more money by not spending anything because they're getting the pink slime directly. Into hot dog casings and they can sell it as hot dogs. Jeez. Some people wonder why pink slime is bad. Um, yeah, it was, it was around 2009. 2009 is when, uh, they brought widespread attention to pink slime. It's not. it's not that bad. But the, the, uh, the, the controversy comes from the, uh, they're, they were afraid that it would contain more bacteria, it, it has, it's more likely to come into contact with bacteria, such as Salmonella, because of the trimmings and the way that they're, the way that it is, I guess. So, you know, you eat pink slime, you're more likely to get salmonella and die of disease. But, uh, yeah, pink slime is pink goop. Good old-fashioned hot dog meat. Apparently, Taco Bell used to use horse meat. Which is pretty interesting that, uh... It's banned in the US. Can't eat horse anymore. Apparently, horse tastes pretty good. You can eat it overseas in certain locations. I don't think you can eat it in the US or even the UK. I think. But apparently it's pretty good. It's got it's it's a nice red meat. For obvious reasons, they're pretty fit. Horses are typically pretty fit. So it's got a uh, you know, a nice, what's the word I'm looking for, dense, gamey, probably, it's probably a little gamey, but it's it's a dark red meat, and I hear it's pretty good, probably not as good as lamb, but I hear it's pretty good. And apparently, Taco Bell used to use horse meat in some of the ground beef, but uh, you know they don't want to. It's a it's a it's a sticky subject. Okay, there's no horsing around when it comes to the banning of horse meat. It's banned in a lot of places. Like it's banned in the US. You're not gonna be able to find, you know, horse chops. You know, in the store. I guess if you have your own horse and it breaks a leg and you have to put it down, I guess you could I guess you could I guess you could cook and eat that horse. There's some pretty funny questions on this uh little question thing. On these questions. There's a somebody asked Does McDonald's put crack in their food? There have been reports that it's as addictive as cocaine. Like the McDonald's french fries. I don't know if you've heard. This stuff is like crack. It's so good. It's like crack. People that say it's like crack. Have they ever done crack? How do they know it's like crack? Is pink slime bad for your health? Yes. I mean, pink slime is safe thanks to this chemical. They disinfect it or something. They say yes, but not really. It's not really as bad for you as... I, I don't know, Baloney! Baloney! Pink slime. They just had to call it pink slime. I remember getting in trouble a a long time ago, like like ten years ago, nine years ago, in class, in school. A teacher. I think it was like at the beginning of the year or something, and um. The teacher wanted to know our favorite foods, or it was like a, it was like a, it was like a worksheet, and we had to write in what's your favorite movie, what's your favorite food, it, like the icebreaker kind of thing. But for regular high school, for some reason that seems a little bit odd. It's kind of dumb and stupid, and I hate icebreaker stuff, especially in the workplace. I guess because it reminds you of doing that kind of thing at the beginning of the years and in regular like grade school. And this was one of those. And for my favorite food, I put pink slime. And uh, the teacher got really upset with me. She nearly s- sent me outside of the classroom. Which I never found to be like a punishment thing. A big pun- punishment I think I've gotten sent out of the class like once, maybe twice, like in my entire school career. And I never understood it. Like, what do you mean, like, you want me to just stand outside? Step outside! Why? (laughs) What's the point of that? Oh, I guess I'm standing here, and then they come outside. You need to change your behavior, okay, or else you're gonna be in even bigger trouble. I'm gonna have you stand even further outside, okay? I'm going to have you stand outside. Okay. I did get sent out of the classroom for that. I do remember. I I I was trying to remember if it was, if it was that instance. I think she said she said something to the degree of you need to stop like horse playing with it. Horse playing. no, no pun intended for I did not have horse meat that day. I was very confused. You want me to stand outside? You're sending me outside of the classroom to stand in the hall for h- however long until you feel like, you know, d- telling me to, you know, come back inside of the classroom and sit down? Like, what's the what's the big deal? I said pink slime. I think, oh, she said, she said, like, you can't, you can't be... It, it, you're being disrespectful. You're making, you're putting made-up stuff on that thing. I'm just blah 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 blah, and I was like, first thing that came to my mind was, well, pink slime is real. It's a, it's a real thing. If you ever had a McDonald's burger, it was an entitled, an entitled uh, high schooler, or like 15, 16-year-old, going, well, pink slime is real, you know. I mean, it's it's a, it's a McDonald's burgers. I'm that's all I'm saying. Like, so you know. If I like McDonald's burger. I like pink salon, It's my favorite food. It's in everything. So, she's like, "You can't be doing that, okay? You're making me look like a jerk in front of those kids, okay? I'm in there busting my hump, trying to get to know you guys, and disrespect. Don't disrespect me. Just fucking disrespect me." I don't think she responded quite like that. It wasn't that extreme, but it was it was, it was to the degree of, you know. I'm just trying to get to get to know you guys, and yeah, can't be making up stuff like that, and yeah, just disrespectful. Okay. You sent me outside of the classroom just to tell me that you could have just told me like right there, like in front of everybody. But instead, there has to be like a process of like, oh, the kids got. This kid got, oh, he, this dog got sent out of the class, but that means he had to get, he had to get up and he walked toward the door, and then he opened it, and then he closed it, and then the teacher w- went outside and closed the door, and then they both came walking back in. Wow. I guess, guys, we better think twice before we uh, say something, say something kind of funny, or uh b- before we, we better think twice before we speak, because, you know, I, I, I don't want to have to walk outside and then, who knows what they talked about out there? It's probably some serious stuff. I don't I don't want to even get involved with it. No, no sir bob. I'll just say my favorite food is French fries. That was a weird year. That was a weird interaction. That was a weird situation. Pink slime? When, hey, hey uh, what's your favorite food? Pink slime. What's that? You no, know, pink slime. There was a couple like giggles. I think that's what it was. I think that's what ultimately got me sent out of the classroom. Is that it was like the uh, like I, the unexpected answer. Everyone else was like, uh, "I like chicken. I like pizza. Um, I like French toast." Well, Hunter, what do you what do you like over there? What do you what, what's what's your favorite food? Pink slime. And then a couple of the kids kind of turn around like. Like, had, like, their head down, chuckling. Like, can't believe he just said pink slime. Thank God somebody said pink slime, though. That kind of reaction. Well, I I don't know what you guys are laughing about. Hey! Hey! Stand outside! Walk outside, okay? Jeez, okay. Fucking negative Nancy. (laughs) Uh, I never understood that. Power trip... For no reason, these teachers. Listen, we're just hip kids, okay? We're trying to make a name for ourselves. It's not like I'm dancing on top of my desk, whipping my dick out, pissing on everybody. It's not like I'm taking a shit in front of the classroom. I just said pink slime, bitch. Get over it. (laughs) That does remind me. I don't even want to get into that subject. We're talking about pink slime and additives and stuff they put in food that you shouldn't be eating. And now I want to get on a tangent about just different... different things like that 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 happened in school. Hey guys, it's me. You're listening to Mad Parts of Podcast. And, uh... I just want to let you guys know, you know... High school, that was... School, man, those are, those are the days, man. Those are the days. School lunches had hella additives. There was stuff we would eat in school that I I couldn't fathom. I don't know if you guys have ever had beef nuggets, but it's like chicken nuggets, but it's beef. It's chicken nuggets, but you bite into it, and it's gray in the middle. <laughs> Why the hell is it gray? This shouldn't be gray. This is a spoiled chicken nugget that they're calling beef. Just because it's gray in the middle. This shit is gross, man. I'm eating it, obviously. It's the best thing we had all week, but... Beef nuggets. Just call it what it is. It's spoiled pink slime. It's pink slime fried, or baked. They didn't fry anything. They stopped frying stuff because of fucking Obama. Fucking Michelle Obama. Fuck. Fuck the Obamas. People are always talking about. I fucking love the Obamas. I fucking. I fucking love the Obamas, man. They're so good. I don't give a. I don't care. I don't care either way. Fuck them. Because they're the ones that changed the school lunch, man. Oh, I guess it didn't matter to anyone that, uh, that wasn't in school during the Obama administration. It directly... That's the only presidency that directly affected me. Currently. That I know of. Fucking Obama. And it wasn't even... It wasn't even the president. It was the... The the fucking wife of the president. That affected me more than any other president has ever affected me. One, I think it was like, not even like a year into the presidency. And I'm watching these these fucking news things. Michelle Obama has introduced more apple slices in the lunchroom and has taken away all of the good food. What? You're telling me stuff that we had on the lunch menu just can't be served anymore? You're telling me the chicken has changed? Can't use butter. Can't use. Can't use certain dairy products. Everything's gotta be fucking baked. There's certain foods that we could not eat ever again. At, in the lunchroom. It forced my hand into bringing my lunch every day. I didn't wanna do that. I mean. I used to like some of the school lunches. Some of them were pretty good. Even the mashed potatoes were different. Like, how do you mess up mashed potatoes? Oh, because you can't add butter or cream or anything, you know, because Michelle Obama. Oh. Damn. Fat free chips? Fat free, salt free, sugar free, chip free Doritos? Baked? Who the. What the- What- How do you- How do you- Who does this? Who eats this? The chips, man! We would have, like... An opportunity to buy chips. Or snacks. Like, there was a- like, a year before... That everything got really put into place before we got fugged, we were able to buy regular 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 Doritos Cheetos Lays we could even buy fruit roll up fruit by the foots and we could also buy sodas I think I think we could buy sodas I think, I think we could buy sodas for like a, a, a brief, a brief period of time, and then out of the fucking blue, Obama, thanks a lot, Obama. Seriously, took away the sodas, took away the fruit, fruit by the foots, took away the Doritos, Cheetos, and Lay's. They gave us reduced fat. like after a, after more year like there was a there was a year where it wasn't even just reduced fat it was zero calorie chips and they came in like a a bag that was like not it, it didn't even resemble the, a chip bag I, don't, I i don't even know if i could i, I don't even know if they if I could even find oven baked, there were oven baked lays. Those were those were especially the ones that were that we had eighty percent less fat. Those let me tell you, those things they fucking suck. Absolutely disgusting. And the thing of it is... Before... We would be at... Like they had... I think they had Bait Cheetos. Maybe maybe they did. I'm not sure. Definitely had... The same with Doritos. Not only do they fucking suck... But like not even a year prior... We were able to get the real deal for fifty cents and then they come back with these disgusting reduced fat chips and they're still fifty cents we were paying the same price for a whole hell of a lot of flavor removed from the chips and then and then they get they completely got rid of like no more sodas you can't buy sodas no more um no more uh snacks like this if it's not reduced fat or you, you can't you can't get the, you can't get those anymore that's just this is beyond our power and then the food changed for the worse i think we had less food i feel like we got less food i can't really remember some of the things after the fall of School, lunch, school, school, lunch. Because I just started to bring my own lunch. But I remember even uh, even in later in school, we were able to get like a, a soda machine, like a drink machine, but we couldn't get regular sodas. It would have to be like Coke Zero or Sprite Zero, zero calorie sodas. Probably because of that. ...particular... ...practice... ...of... ...Fat America. That was the problem. It was Fat America Syndrome. So regular people like... ...like me and you... ...couldn't just get a regular fucking soda... ...or a regular bag of chips. Which never really made sense... ...because it's not like... ...it's not like you could get... two trays of lunch but one bag 50 calories of, of Doritos is going to make a difference they don't overeat at school they're not getting fat because of school and they're not going to lose weight because of the school lunch either it just tastes shittier and they're still going to eat it you know even the chocolate milk I remember when it was just whole milk whole chocolate milk Barbara's chocolate milk. And then they got rid of it. And then it was Zero percent everything. Flavor, zero flavor, zero taste. A hundred percent pure ass. Milk. So good. So good. Oh, you guys are eating that school lunch. Oh yeah, look at me with my leftovers I got leftover actual chicken yeah yeah I got a cherry coke I know right I got a real bag of chips too oh man don't you just hate to see that I got a little Debbie snack cake too oh my god yeah yeah I feel for you I mean I feel I i shit man I wish I could eat that school lunch you're eating right there yeah sure totally totally I feel bad for people that have to eat and enjoy school lunches. I don't know who I feel worse for. People that had never had a good school lunch. Or... People that had to... Transition from a shitty school lunch to... A sh- the shittiest school lunch. And I blame the... Attitudes that our generation has or the generation right above mine has in school or their mindset because of how shitty their school lunch probably is. The fact that they have to bring their lunch and they can't experience just good food outside of the home. It's just, it's tragic. It really, it really is. You hate to say it, you hate to say it, but I mean, I think that's what's been going on, and I feel bad for him. you know? It is what it is. And the teachers are probably fed up too, you know? I always hated the bread. They always gave us shitty bread. Like, rolls. They would give us rolls, they call them rolls. And it just didn't taste good at all. Wheat. Wheat rolls. Oh, wow, great. It's healthy. No butter, no nothing. Threw it in the microwave and it... Threw it in the oven with no butter, no nothing. It just swells up and it's just dry bread. It doesn't even taste like anything. I can't- I can't put anything on it. They don't give us anything to put on it. What am I supposed to eat this with? How am I supposed to eat this? This is so fucking dry. Here's your bread. Eat it and shut the fuck up. Thanks. Even the salads were gross. I think you could actually get... uh eh, it was like reduced-fat ranch dressing. But even then, the salads were gross. Like, something about the veggies just didn't taste good. They smelled weird, too. They had a weird smell. A weird aroma. Some people would get it, though, and that'd be their, their highlight. Something about school salads. Now that I think about it, really had a rank aroma. Had a had like a visceral smell to it. Like it smelled like vinegar, but there was no vinegar in it. Stale, like broccoli, cheese. I guess it's ham. Whatever little things that they had on it was like there's a little bit of ham or something. But it had a, just a gross smell to it. And I blame pink slime. It's my favorite food. It's one thing I, I, I really don't understand. How can you be a bad kid in school? Like a piece of shit. How can you be such a piece of shit? In school. If it wasn't the main cause, then it was a cause being bad school lunch food. It's probably the main cause and the main reason for shitty kids in school is because of the uh, the lack of substance in the food that they were eating at lunchtime. That's, that would be my guess. I mean, even the fruit we would get, if we got like apples or an apple, I think they would make it apple slices. Even that was like, it was soft. Like, soft and off color. And didn't taste good. I think they eventually just said, you know, instead of just apple slices, let's just get applesauce. That's easier, it's cost effective. And the apples we get, they just go bad, and we've been serving them bad apples for years. It's probably the cause for some of the bad apples that are actually at this school, but you know, it's neither here nor there. You can't really prove, oh, nor disprove. You can't really, you can't really make a good case about it. Very odd school lunches. Is it healthier than a McDonald's double McCheese? Um. Taste-wise? Uh. If it tastes better, it's healthier for you? No. No. It's not. It's... It's not good. It's not great. I'd rather have a double chicken McCheese with extra caesar dressing than school lunch school lunch food but another thing like even then uh, college food like or at least community college their local lunch rooms aren't any better from my experience like i had a i had like a college pizza now they are they are they look nicer uh college campus uh lunchroom they look nicer probably universities have better lunches I, I i could be wrong on that as well though but uh you could i mean obviously you could like there were soda machines, and there were... You could you could spend $15 for a monster, you know? And you could even get, like, a cup of noodles, which is really cool. That was always my go-to. Get a monster and a cup of noodles before the next class. Watch, like, a episode of, like, I don't know, Always Sunny on my phone or something. So that was... That, that's infinitely better than, you know, a regular high school, school lunch, like a grade school lunch, I guess. But uh, they would have, like, the cafeteria place where they would have, like, um, food you could actually pick up, uh, not just, like, cup noodles that the cafeteria people would make. And they would have pizza in a little box, and it was a little four-slice pizza, like a mini small pizza cut into four sections. And I remember eating it and I was thinking, this kind of fucking sucks. This pizza fucking sucks, man. What else have they got here? They had like, what looked like parfaits. And those were like, kind of, this hella expensive. I think the pizza I got was like three bucks. And, it, and it, it tasted, I would have preferred school, like grade school pizza, like the little rectangle pizzas. And I fucking hated those pizzas. With a passion, I, I just didn't like it. It was just too. It just ugh. Tasted chewy, mushy. Sauce was bad. Cheese is not good. Pepperonis were Totinos, little pepperonis, which is good, but could be better. I don't prefer that. I don't. I don't want that. And the 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 the, the college pizza didn't taste any better. It looked like one of those like uh, mini DiGiorno pizzas. Like, it had, like, it looked like it had, like, it had, like, thick crust. Like, the whole thing was thick. It was a thick pizza. It had, like, four pepperonis in the entire thing. It was big pepperonis, but it was just four pepperonis. One on each slice. I'm eating it, I'm like, this is just not good. It's just... This tastes like just cafeteria pizza. you tell me I me I can drink a monster with it, but I can't get actual... Like d- at least DiGiorno quality pizza. Like this tastes no different than like school pizza. that school pizza. And they didn't even really they didn't really even have that much in the cafeteria. They had the parfaits. They had the pizzas. Some days I think they would have like. They did have like wings, but they were like. They tasted weird. They didn't taste. They didn't taste like quality wings. They didn't taste like... Uh, let me tell you, they didn't taste like... Uh, they didn't taste like wings type. Or, uh... Buffalo Wild Wings or, uh, Zaxby's. I'll tell you that. And it really gets you thinking that... Shit. I don't have another class for another hour. I don't have a... I don't have a class this block. And... There are restaurants... Right down the road. Why am I sitting in the cafeteria eating these discount wings and pizza with a $15 monster. There's literally, a, a. I could walk to a sushi restaurant right now. But instead, I'm sitting here eating th- this disgusting cafeteria food with an overpriced monster, of course. What the hell is wrong with me? So I guess it just goes to show never trust school food at all. Well, there's, no, there's no reason to eat it bring your own food or just go to a restaurant it's just that simple oh but maybe you're trying to save my not I'm not saving anything I'm saving my appetite apparently because I'm not eating I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not eating the the entirety of this thing it's just not that it's just not good the noodles yeah of course I'll eat all the noodles it's a dollar and it's good noodles it's spicy beef Spicy beef cup noodle. It's, it's the best flavor. But it's not filling. Again, Susie restaurant's like right it's, it's like right there. There's a chicken place right there. There's burger and chicken places like five minutes down the road. And like a big plaza of restaurants. Why am I in the cafeteria on campus? I don't know, man but it keeps me up at night. Isn't it weird or odd that people's personalities infinitely change when you're in college, yet you can still see the residualness and the type of person they were in high school if you look hard enough? Like, I've had uh, people that like in math classes. Math classes fucking savage in college. I love math classes in college. Some... Because some people... You could tell that like math class was their... Their class to just cut up and not give a shit. And I've had this happen. Multiple times. Where there will be some kid in the class... And they'll they'll nearly start to do like class clown type stuff, but then they 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 realize like pretty fucking quick that nobody gives a shit about you, man. Like you could literally blow your head off in class, and we still wouldn't care. We're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Halfway into the equation, we're ten minutes into one equation, and we're only halfway done. And you're you're starting to go like. Oh, I think I'm now. I'm trying to understand this uh, difficult math problem. Am I right, guys? Shut the fuck up, dude, or get out. Just don't come back to this class, okay? I nearly had to reset my calculator because I forgot where I was. Nearly forgot where I was because you opened your stupid fucking mouth. Class clown. I fucking failed math, by the way. Mm. Uh, it's because I didn't give a shit. <laughs> But not to sound like a, it makes me sound like an asshole. That's rough. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it the way that I said it, but it, 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 it still holds true. Where it, like a kid was like a kind of, he seemed like a high energy, like a rambunctious, like a asshole in high school, probably in his math classes. But uh... couldn't he couldn't be that way in this math class because no one was having it, no one's laughing. Everyone's here for one reason, just to pass the class, not because oh well I'm, I gotta be here I gotta oh this is just this is just fifth block this is just fourth fourth period man get cut up and have fun no dude don't give a shit none of us do <laughs> so he like throughout the the course of the semester he became more and more like uh respectable someone who respects he showed more respect he would he would actually raise his hand and uh, not be uh, a dingus so that's funny that you can see someone's high school personality in college just disintegrate unless you're like uh, you're like I don't know about to graduate with your major and you have no more exploratory classes and it's just the main classes and it's like your last your senior and your your psychology class or uh, nursing class or something and maybe it's a little bit more laid back it's probably laid back a little bit laid back But it's just funny to see the uh, the high school personality of a person fall so far from grace into the uh, college years. And something that I would recommend for anybody is, um, if you haven't had one in a while, pick up some Werther Originals or some Butterscotch. It's Perhaps some of the greatest candy that we just completely forget about. Or the, uh, I don't know if they're I think they're Worthers. It's the Werther's that are like Cream something. Werther's Cream or something. I think they're called Cream Savers. Cream Savers? Is that what they're called? Yeah, that's what they're called, cream savers. Those things are so fucking good. They kind of taste like Werther's, but they're strawberries and cream, hard candy. They look like peppermint candies, but they're strawberries and cream. Like, they have the shape of a Werther's, but they have red and white stripes. Strawberries and cream. Those are some of the best hard candies of all time. But they were discontinued in 2011. They they were the best hard candy of all time. I don't know why they stopped. That's really... That's... That's the biggest bummer, probably of all time. But uh, Werther's Originals are really great, just so good, and just butterscotch candies in general. Just in case you you haven't had one in a while, I, I highly recommend it. They're healthy, they don't have that many calories, and they taste so good that it's hard to ignore ...how good they are, actually. But uh, the, the thing of it is... ...you know, with these food additives and stuff like that... ...why is there such a big fuss about it? Is it because people think it makes people feel uncomfortable... Knowing, or other times not knowing, or other times knowing too much. And it makes you feel uncomfortable or something. I don't think it's a big deal that they use pink slime. I don't think it's a big deal because uh, hot dogs exist in bologna, spam, treat, all that other... Vienna sausages? Vienna sausages are fucking gross, man. I hate, I hate Vienna sausages. They have their own flavor and their own taste, you know, if you're eating one. But they're not good at all. I dislike them. I prefer tuna, canned tuna, to uh, Vienna sausages. Corned beef hash. I prefer that. Canned beef in a can. Canned ham. You Guys ever had canned ham? It's a uh, ham in a can. You can make uh you can make a ham thing or something. You can make ham you can make ham sausage, you can make ham dip, you can make ham sandwich. Or you can just eat the ham straight out of the can. With your hand. this uh this podcast is very off topic a very off topic podcast we got off topic a little bit talking about good foods and bad foods i was serious about the uh, the sawdust in the granola bars though they actually do put sawdust in granola bars they probably just dis- they probably uh, say we don't and uh, no, we don't talk about it, it but they actually they actually do they actually do talk about it Oh, there's other foods that they they may. Look at this, it's not it's not only granola bars. They're uh, they put wood pulp or sawdust can be found in shredded cheese. So if you're getting cheap bagged shredded cheese. There's a good chance that there that there is a uh, wood pulp. There's sawdust in there, which makes sense if they grade the cheese and they have, you know, these sh- the shredded cheese. They have more of an opportunity to add some stuff to it to you know make it say that it's 16 ounces of shredded cheese, even though like two three ounces are actually uh, sawdust. Wood stuff, wood chippings, which makes sense. They can do it. They, they'll do it. I mean, it is ingestible, so it's not like dangerous to eat. But it, it, it's, it's filler. that is essentially made from wood. So, you know, I, I wouldn't really be concerned with it, but if you're really concerned about diet, health, and fitness, and nutrition, or just your diet, I guess, really your diet, then uh, you might want to look into some of these things, the fillers that they put in your food. Are you even getting real food? You're so concerned about your diet and your nutrition. Uh, do you know about some of the things that are in your foods? Perhaps you're eating wood pulp. Perhaps you're eating pink slime. Perhaps you're eating this. Gotta look into it, man. You Gotta look into it. 31 foods you're eating that contain sawdust. That's right. There's food with sawdust. Number four, pain relievers. No, no, that's not, that's not it. Sometimes, uh, you know, wood pulp can show up in, uh, you know, tomato sauce, salad dressing, ice cream bars, whole wheat bread, granola bars, packaged cookies, yeah, yeah. bagels, right? frozen breakfast sandwiches yeah you know frozen diet entrees uh breakfast cereal obviously veggie burgers okay I guess it really doesn't matter if it's in a veggie burger because you're it's plant-based so not that big of a deal salad dressings yeah boxed cake mix uh some Worcestershire sauce that's kind of stupid hot sauce that's really stupid frozen filled pasta you know like ravioli Uh, you know, packaged fruit cups, you know, uh, corn tortillas, um, flour tortillas, yeah, um, vegetarian soy-based meats, yeah, yeah, frozen pizza, yeah, sour cream, mm hmm uh, flavored coffee syrups, uh, cheese breads, uh, dips, yeah, uh, dried soup mixes, um, packaged cupcakes, yeah, you know. Um, frozen breaded fish, you know, yeah. Frozen, pry, fr- pri, uh, fr- frozen uh, pie crust, fr- frozen, frozen pie pr- pri- pri- and you know, pot pies, uh, sorbet, sor- sorbet, whatever that is, and coffee creamer. Oh, nice. So I have been drinking. I've been drinking sawdust this entire time. I didn't. I mean, not as much sawdust as I usually drink because I had coffee with a little bit of coffee creamer, and it's not that expensive coffee creamer either. Bottom line, don't sweat it. They say don't sweat it because even though it is sawdust, it's mostly cellulose, like sugar, like wood sugar, the sugar in the wood, a.k.a. cellulose. So it is ingestible, not healthy, doesn't really do anything, but it's just... It's literally filler for, I'm guessing, weight content. So they can have a certain weight to it. It's my guess anyways. But that's sawdust in a nutshell. There's a lot of stuff that we're eating that just has a lot of additives and preservatives and stuff. It's no different than the 50s. It's no different than when they were putting asbestos and everything. It'll come out on the news, and then they'll say it's bad, and it's wrong, and then they'll just keep doing it anyways with something else that's equally as bad. That's why I prefer a Werther's original, because you know what you get. A uh, candy caramel. And hard cane It's a hard canned caramel. And it's tasty. That's why I prefer a bottle of water. At least I know what I'm getting. Tap water. Isn't that crazy, that you can be sold tap water? You're avoiding tap water by buying tap water. That's the craziest thing of all. The fact that people buy... ...these certain bottled water... ...brands... ...that is literally... ...giving you tap water. Yeah, I don't drink tap water, that's why I buy it. What? Stop stop drinking tap water to buy bottled water even though this brand of bottled water is literally and they've come out and said that it's tap water that makes sense that good for you man I'll be honest I prefer bottled water over tap water myself doesn't mean I got to know that they're giving me tap water unless you can taste it can usually can usually taste it though It has like a... There's usually a taste to it. Like, I've had water that's, um... I've had both well water and tap water. There's probably an argument to be made that, Oh, well, you just... Just because you know you're getting it from a tap, and that's why you know you're drinking tap water, and that's why you think it has a taste. No, I've had... I've lived in a place where... We've had well water... I have relatives that are on property that use well water. And that water tastes clean. Tastes good. It's actually refreshing. Tap water has a taste to it. Drink tap water and I feel like like it's gross tasting. Well water is pure, clean water. The only thing you're going to get in well water is probably sand. And that's it. If it's like clogged. With sand, but well water is pretty fucking fresh water, unless it gets tainted, and then you have to you have to purify it. Purified well water is delicious. Tat- people that say tap water doesn't really have a taste—they they don't know. It does have a taste. That's why I prefer bottled water. It's as refreshing as well water can be so if it if it tastes like tap water it's it's tap water then again it's just water it's water it's just water you know can't tell that much of a difference between one brand or another it's water it's h2o it's aqua it's liquid it's hydrating it's gonna hydrate you either that or you know just chug soda Chug soda all day, every day. That's what it's really about. Just chugging straight sodas, man. But I don't think I'll ever be a tap water drinker. That being said, this podcast is sponsored by Aquafina and Dasani. I used to think Aquafina was unique because it had its own taste. I could tell if I was drinking an Aquafina water. Turns out, it has a unique taste because it's tap water. Unfortunately. Like, quite literally, Aquafina is tap water. Had no idea. I knew it tasted like Aquafina tasted like Aquafina. But when I found out it was tap water, it kind of made sense. Why does it have its own unique taste? Not like a good or a bad. uh, Not that it's terrible. It's not the best water. I I don't prefer it, but... I I would drink Aquafina going, Yeah, this is... Yeah, this tastes like Aquafina. But like every other brand that I've ever had, like... Like, um... Every brand that's in that... Shape... Of bottle where it has the very small the thin bottle cap and it's got like the ridges in the bottle those waters have always tasted the same whatever brand it is it's in the same bottle the thin bottle cap and stuff they have the same taste as and they don't really have a taste at all which is a good thing but stuff like Aquafina definitely has a taste and that's not good it's not good. I don't think I could chug a bottle of Aquafina and not have an aftertaste. With these other waters, I can chug it and not have an aftertaste at all. I shouldn't have an aftertaste in water. If I'm drinking water, it shouldn't have an aftertaste. But they have to add sodium chloride for taste. It's stuff for taste, man. They shouldn't have that in water for taste? Are you kidding me? Why do they have to add stuff for taste? It's water. I'm looking at this uh, bottle just to see if it has any ingredients. If your water has ingredients, then you probably shouldn't be drinking it. I'm reading this bottle right now, and I will say I'm gonna review the butterscotch that I just ate. It was a really good butterscotch. It was pretty good. It was really good. It was a good piece of candy. Sweet, buttery, scotchy. It's a nice butterscotch. I'm confused by this uh, bottle of water. It says that it was uh, bottled by the bottling company in Diamond Bar, California. Why am I getting water from California when California itself needs water? And where is the water coming from that California is receiving to make bottled water? ...for someone across the country to get. You know what I mean? Like... ...California needs water? Why am I getting a bottle of water from California? Purified by reverse osmosis. There's no ingredients, so that's how you know it's good water. That's interesting. Bottle of water from California? bottled in California. Yet, I'm on the other side of the country. And yet, California is in desperate need of water. That's interesting. They're in desperate need of water, yet there's are still about, about, about a dozen of uh, a lot of uh, water-bottling plants in California. Or something to that degree, right? That's kind of fug That they would do that. Hey guys, we're still bottling water. I mean, we're not gonna use the, the... I mean, I guess that'd be bad business if they were gonna use their own water that they got for their own state. So they're not really suffering that bad. If they were suffering that bad, there'd be more of a... priority for them or something. I would imagine. But with that being said... Let's send it off with a good note. You know, California, you know, d- just do better. Get, the, get, get rained on. You know? Who knows? Maybe there's a conspiracy theorist nut that thinks that... They're intentionally not letting it rain on California. Could be the case. I don't know. Kinda doesn't make sense that it would... Rain in Washington. But not in California. That makes sense. Maybe it does, though. I don't know. I don't care, really. I'm not going to ever live in California. And if I do, I'm not going to complain. And I'm pretty sure the people in California don't complain because they realize they're living in California. They realize that they could get a... a mansion... for... a quarter of their... house payment. Their one-bedroom one bathroom house in California could get them a three-story mansion a few states over. So they can't complain. They can't complain. They're doing it to themselves. It's overpriced. It's hot. And it's probably not humid, though, so it's probably not that bad. It's very humid on the East Coast, especially during during the summer. Like, stupid humid. Who knows, maybe, you know, they, they don't, they can't complain. They can't complain. They could easily just move. And be in a better location. But it's California. California is cool. California. California is cool. Yeah, so let's uh, let's pour one out. Let's pour out a bottle of water for California, just because it's legal everywhere else to do so, to, you know, just waste water, because we can. We're we're allowed to. We're not suffering from any water shortage, so... Pour one out for California. I'll, I'll do so. I'll just leave my faucets running for about an hour. Just because I can. For California. And uh, with that being said, this is the end of the podcast. We will be back relatively soon. Relatively soon on the next episode. This has been episode 21. Come back for episode 22 where we will discuss perhaps some of the some of the uh, more interesting topics. More interesting stuff. This is sort of a laid back episode. Not really much going on. But uh, until then, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace out, Girl Scout, Cub Scouts. And uh, until next time, eat some butterscotch. Peace. Out.